The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug, but I ended up connecting to the world around me, a world where each sunset was painted, where I felt adventure's pulse with every step, and where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. Wendy Pie, cool little pup, and she licks so fine. Ugh. Wolf so good, makes a grown out to cry. Sweet Wendy Pie. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> Yesterday was Wendy's third year adoptiversary. She's not even my dog, but I pretend like she is because she's my little girl. So now we're and sexualizing I like her. Now we're See? putting her in a this little red the- top and making her dance for us. Is that what we're doing? Henry says that I'm not allowed to sing the song to her because it quote unquote sexualizes yeah. her. Yeah. But I know <laughs> I adapted the lyrics, so it's not about I'm not just like exploiting her for her sexuality. I'm not cuties <laughs> my my niece right now, okay? I ain't cuties in a nobody. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the upsetting movie on Netflix that spoiler alert was not that upsetting because I did watch it. Welcome to page seven. We've got things coming out of the gate today. Woo! It is so early. We are recording this on a different time and a different day. It is the morning. I would normally be so... I'd still be drunk asleep right now. I wouldn't even have worn out at this point. You know what I mean? No, baby. But we're having... That's why my my voice is three octaves deeper. (laughs) I'm that much more congested because my allergy medication has kicked in and my state is on fire. But I like it. I think it keeps it... You know what it does? Keeps us humble. Yeah. Keeps us brave. Well, the most uh, to, thing the most I'm up. most disturbed about right now is this Windy uh, Cherry Pie song because as a straight cisgendered male, Whoa. I can tell you oh, this. Oh, good, because we all don't get your I can think enough. about while you're singing that song is some some disgusting uh, oafish man that looks kind of like Henry just trying to rail away <laughs> at that tiny dog. <laughs> she doesn't know. She's not. Wait, She's are perfect. you telling She's me asexual. you are incapable of hearing a song sung about a dog if the original <laughs> intent of the song is about sex, you immediately yeah. think about sex with the dog? Yes. You want to have sex with my niece, Wendy? You bastard. <laughs> you can't have her. You're not good enough for her. No, this all started because I was, I re- I was reading this this long informational article about Warren's banned cherry pie video. I never knew that the song was banned or the, that the music video was banned. I guess it was banned in Canada uh, because it was it was too sexy. That's not why it was, <laughs> it was too banned. fun. Just kidding. <laughs> it was too. Sorry, Canada. Uh, sorry, Canada. It wasn't fun enough for Canada. <laughs> is really what it yeah, is. Yeah, I shouldn't knock Canada. They have. They have. They are several steps ahead of us as a country. Yes. Oh, I would. I would die to be in Canada right now. Are you kidding me? I think about it often. But um, so I had no idea that this music video was banned. And then I ended up reading way too far into Bobby Brown and how she ended up marrying the lead singer of Warrant. And she was completely into it and that it was actually a parody of the oversexualization of models and that it was all supposed to be a big joke. And nobody took it as such. And were then, of course, even 30 years ago offended. <laughs> and I rewatched it. It's pretty sexy. It is fairly, I get 
why people would be upset about it. But I don't mean to liken this to the fact that I did watch Cuties last night. Ugh. Because I know that there's a completely separate thing. Have you heard uh, about this? Transition. You're putting mental things together like slides, like a mosaic, like a collage that are upsetting to me. We're transitioning from Cherry Pie, which is, by the way, the OG. I know we talk a lot about jerking it to music videos and MTV is the only way for you to find sexy things as a, as a youngin to uh, back pre-internet era. That was like the OG model for that. And now we're talking about cuties? Well, because everyone is upset about the movie Cuties <laughs> on Netflix right now. And if you noticed, hashtag cancel Netflix was trending this week. And it was because of this French movie that had won a bunch of Sundance Awards called Cuties about an 11-year-old Muslim girl who wants to join this twerking dance group. And what Netflix did with this beautiful movie... They made they, they, that the picture the for the movie Cuties, yeah. the poster was very hypersexual. They are all actually 11. The trailer that they cut for it completely represents a different movie than what the movie is. The movie is beautiful. It's very well made. It, it It's about the conflicting ideas we give to young girls about being good versus being bad and what being bad is. And when you see your mother crying and sobbing because her husband is taking on a second wife and it's something that she has to pretend like she enjoys and that she's proud of. And it's all it's, it's all it's steeped in, in just like in, in the Muslim culture and, 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 and the problems that this young girl has and trying to choose the, is she bad versus is she good, which is a fucked up idea to have to put on an 11 year old anyway. So the movie's so much more than just 11-year-olds twerking, is what I'm saying. Molly, are you familiar with this uh, this poster that has set the world aflame, much like California? Also, that's Molly I'm holding, and Jackie was the one just talking. I'm sorry. I got so wrapped up. It's, I'm on my first cup of coffee. All right? This is what happens. How do you think Jeff feels? I wake up in the, I'm up in the morning, and I go like, Jeff, I've got a bunch of opinions about things. And he sits and he listens to all of my opinions. When in reality, um, Jeff is now still sleeping in the bed. He's still asleep. <laughs> He's so cute when he sleeps. He's such a cutie. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. He's not an 11-year-old. I'm calling him problematic. Molly, are you familiar <laughs> with this? I am looking at the poster right now. Um, I have to say I, I uh, embarrassingly have completely not heard of any of this until now. Um, <laughs> oh, what do you have? Two children that are very young? <laughs> but also, not for nothing, I'm looking at this poster, and I feel like it's only sexual if you're a fucking creep. It's just dance team. It's just a dance team photo. Like, relax. Yeah, dance like, like not this is exactly what I said. I was like, what about dance moms? What about all yeah. like the things of like little girls that actually do that are you know in competition? This is what they wear. Yeah, like I get that. If you like, we could have a conversation about whether you like the outfits that kids wear on dance teams, and like, but I this is one of those things where yes, on the one hand, obviously there's like way too much like over sexualization of kids etc but also this is an example where i feel like it goes the other way where it's like well what if those kids just wear dance outfits and you don't think about it fucking sexually because they're fucking 11 right. like and and this might 
be like uh rather than being like they need to be covered more which is a bit puritanical maybe you can just be like i won't have fucked up feelings when i see a poster of kids on a dance team like for god's sake it's like the evangelical it's like the evangelical preacher being like oh those sexy gays out there with their pulsing thighs Ooh, they shall be damned those Big old sexy balls. In there. <laughs> oh my lord! You know, just getting riled up in front of everybody about the sexy guy that he wants to have sex with on a meth bender after the uh, preaching he's going to be doing that day. Yeah, this is, I mean, and that is what the issue is. And I—that's why at first I was immediately like, "Yeah, fuck this," until I looked into the movie. Why? And then and watching the movie yesterday afternoon, yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay." And also, a lot of the Reviewers, which it, I think I don't know, so it's the it's a first time writer and director, and this woman. I don't know if this is like the best thing that could happen or the worst thing. Even in Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score is three percent because it's so many people that haven't even watched the movie yeah. that are just upset about the principle of it. Which again, yes, I'm against the hypersexualization of children. Yeah, I'm disgusted by that. But this movie was just like a really good version of the movie 13. No bra, no panties. Wait. What's the deal with 13? What? That one popped up actually recently for me as I was, uh, we, we've been doing a like a sort of year in review of media for uh, Patreon for Wizard the Bruiser. And I never, and 13 was like one of the big movies of 03, I think it was. Yes. And what was, what's the deal with 13? Oh man, it's Evan it, Rachel it Wood. Up? I think it does, but I've seen it way too many times. It's Holly Hunter and Evan Rachel Wood. And Holly Hunter's the mom. Evan Rachel Wood is her young teen who falls in with a bad crowd. And she, and then essentially Holly Hunter becomes scared of her own daughter because she has just changed very quickly. She went from being a normal, respecting young lady and... Um, just falls in wrong, with the wrong crowd. But it really did resonate with me at the time because I myself was around the same age. Mm. And so there's this part where she was going after Holly Hunter where she essentially was like, why am I going to listen to what you say? You're a piece of garbage too. And then she starts pushing her and she starts going, no bra, no pants. Because <laughs> she doesn't wear a bra and she doesn't wear underwear. And how, like, how would she respect her and how, why would she follow what she has to say? And she just like pushes her up against the wall and she's pushing her over and over again. And I remember watching this movie and then I would do this to my sister a lot. She didn't appreciate it either because I can't even imagine if I ever did something like that to my mother because my mom never laid a hand on us and yet still I'm terrified of her. I can't um, imagine hitting my mom. Yeah. I guess that's good, right? Cuties. <laughs> yeah. Morning time confessions. <laughs> wow. Man, we got all over the place just then with Jackie. It is. So for her, it's like nine in the morning. For us, it's a little more reasonable. It's the afternoon. Uh, but man, there was a lot to unpack there. I feel like I'm now, I feel like you're Zoom therapist right gonna, now. That's is like that? how a therapist lets you keep talking until you stop. And you start with, Holly Hunter is great at it. And you end with, I can't imagine hitting my mother. <laughs> no bra, no panties. I can't imagine my mother, but I did it to my sister. Uh, just so much happening in that diatribe. There's a lot I just to unpack so... today, guys. Yeah. If you thought last week was month seven quarantine energy, this is a whole other ball game, guys. My word. 
And that's why we must discuss, if we're already going there, the fact that what did I send you guys in an email last night with almost no description? Just Chris Evans's penis. At first I thought I, it was Nessie. I thought it was a Loch Ness monster uh, <laughs> photo. I was like, oh, yeah, good. They got like a it. new black and white photograph and a much more accurately because in the in the other photos it looks so tiny you're like that just looks like a water snake this one that was like oh finally the full monster reveals himself but then (laughs) of course i realized i was looking at a man's penis instead (laughs) the it was an accident chris evans accidentally shared after sharing a video, at the end of it, it showed like the grid of the photos that he had in his phone. One of those photos was a picture of his hard penis. <laughs> and one of the other po- photos was, was also a meme of himself with the, his picture. And underneath it, it said, guard that pussy. <laughs> and uh, both of these things actually makes me love Chris Evans even more for sure. than I did before. <laughs> what a lucky guy to, 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 for every lady that he beds gets to say, I'm fucking Captain America. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every woman that he makes give to, at, at the very, even if it's bad, at the very least says, I had sex with ca- Captain motherfucking America, right? Did you say makes give to? <laughs> hey, it's early for me technically, okay? <laughs> But either way, Molly, what do you think about that rockin' dog? It is. Uh, I <laughs> I was going back and forth yesterday on whether this should be an absolutely just uniformly hilarious story or whether I feel... It seems like he's taking it in stride, right? So, like, there's no... That is the only reason why I'm talking about yeah. it is because he sees it as funny because, of course... I honestly wouldn't discuss this because it is an unconsenting picture that was put out. Like, this is deeply upsetting and embarrassing. And how would I feel if this happened to me? But the thing is that I think if this happened to me and it was just like a big picture of my pussy put out there, <laughs> I you have to joke about yeah. it. And this is exactly what Chris Evans is doing. He's making jokes about it. He's leaning into now the memes that are being created because there's only so much <laughs> you can do. And as someone that personally likes to make jokes about I mean even just last week I was in front of a bunch of people I had just met putting on a costume that was way too small and I was deeply embarrassed because I had to stand in front of other people with a very small costume on which showed every part of my body and did I cry yes when I got home but did I (laughs) cry in front of those people I had just met no I did not Congratulations. Are you saying that you think that Chris Evans is actually at home weeping? Because this is the thing. Chris Evans comes out looking great in all of this. You know, he's like, everyone knows I've got a nice cock now. Um, Everybody already wanted to fuck me. Like, uh, yeah, I didn't mean to do that. But again, it seems like he I feel like this is just one of those like accidental delights where it's like now we all and we already wanted to fuck him. Now he showed us all his erect dick, even if he didn't mean to. And he was like, oops, isn't it great, though? You know, and it all turns out fine. Kind of. I think that it is. Well, honestly, Chris Evans, that wasn't even really my type. I think that Captain America kind of is. I definitely can get into that. But I think that the way that he's rolling with this makes him more my type. Look, I think anyone, it is kind of any, fun. I get it, Jackie. Is anyone who defeated Hitler is is my type? My you know type. What I mean? Into anyone it. Anyone who punched him in his stupid face, uh, even in a fictional universe, is definitely my type. I will definitely go go the full yardage 
with that sort of person. Get that yardage. I think that Chris Evans is the, is my top type of the Chris's because who else is there? Chris Pratt is, has been demoted, is not even a member of the Chris's anymore, in my opinion. <laughs> Whoa. <And, laughs> wow. What about Hemsworth? Uh, he's too, you know, I don't like him all <gasps> necky like that. He's too much neck. But he's Thor. And what about when he's Daddy Thor? See, Daddy Thor can get it. I, he's fine. More like Snore. <laughs> yeah, Snore is stupid ass. You're going to get. Yeah. You're going to get it. You know, I don't Mr. like a, a chiseled <laughs> a chiseled neck and shoulder man. I, I understand. I don't, it's not. Same with Chris Evans, where he's a little clean cut. Yeah, and a little, um, a little muscular for my for my digging, but I mean, if we're throwing, I guess. Oh wait, no, there's Chris. P- oh, Chris Pine is the other one that um, I can never actually think of, who apparently is just supposed to be the sweetest dude of all time. Yeah, I always forget Chris Pine too, even though he's fine. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> we're not that. I say. <laughs> We're not that into Chris Pine. Meanwhile, Chris Pine shows up, says, hey, Jackie, I want to have sex with you. What do you think I'm going to say? <laughs> what do you think I'm going to say? I'm going to say yes for the research. See, you have to be open and willing to always be learning. I'm an ABL bitch. <laughs> always be learning. I'm more of a Chris Isaac guy. You're a Chris Isaac guy? Chris Isaac. No, no, holy, holy love. love. No, no, now talk no, about a video that had some love. spicy spiciness going on. I, oh, my God. We could replace Chris Pratt with Chris Isaac. Young Chris Isaac could get it. Sure. I'm totally into that. Oh, also, Holden, I thought of you yesterday because I watched Silent Hill for the first time. OMG, I've never seen that movie. Dude, should <gasps> I, I watch it? I thought you did a thing on it. I <laughs> yeah, thought we you did, did Wizard and the Bruiser on it. We did an episode on the video game series slash movie, but it's a video game first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought you would have. I thought of you in the video. <laughs> Jackie, Jackie watched a movie good. that you've never seen and thought of you. <laughs> And thought of you, so you're welcome. Well, you're welcome for being such I a great care. friend. Jim, crack, keep cracking that corn, Jimmy. Keep you cracking don't care? that corn. Yeah, well, Holden cracked corn, and I do care. Because in the middle of the night last night, I watched the T-Pain Tiny Desk concert. And I thought, you know who would enjoy this? Holden. And I sent it to him, and then he just... He shit all over me. <laughs> I didn't shit. I shit all said, over girl, me like a baby taking off their diaper. Like underestimated my ability to drunkenly watch YouTube videos of people singing. Because the T-Pain Tiny Desk Concert, by the way, drop everything you're doing right now if you've never seen it before, including Molly. I who know. needs to just walk away from the podcast recording and watch I it have to stop back. recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. It's so good. And it's it's him, no auto-tune, and it's he's just, his voice is so incredible, and he's so soulful, and it's amazing. Even though he's talking about, like, banging ladies at the club, he does it in a way that I am just, like, a, t- a little teardrop falls. It was beautiful. It's a beautiful performance. Those damn Tiny Desk concerts. Yeah, they're good. Man, they know what they're doing over there. And they're doing virtual ones now. I definitely saw the Billie Eilish one. It was pretty fun. They just, like, created a fake background of the tiny desk. They were actually on a real set, I think, that they built, so it wasn't just, like, a virtual, like, background situation. And so they're there, like, it looks like they're in the tiny desk offices, but they just completely manufactured it, and that's That's very scary. Yeah, (laughs) and then a robot, and then a robot entered and was like, you will not leave your home until 2030! You will not leave your home until 2030! 
please don't make that yeah. happen, Holden. I can't handle and it. And then they just showed the last two episodes of Game of Thrones just to make everybody upset all over again about how bad that was. And everybody's crying. <laughs> and everybody's upset. Dying. And now Dying. we also Dying. found out that Candyman isn't coming out until next year because they want everybody to see it in the theaters. And I understand and I appreciate that. But I was really excited about Candyman, okay? It won't come out until next fear. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> How do we celebrate Halloween this year, guys? Like, for real. How do we uh, do it? I've been thinking about this once a day. How do we do it in a social, fun way? I'm totally down to just, like, watch horror movies at home alone, but I feel like we should try to find a way to celebrate it as a community. And, and what's the best way? Do we just, like pretend to trick-or-treat with each other on a big Zoom call? What do we do? Well, what I really wanted to do, and apparently I don't think that I will get fans in the grocery stores, but I just want to start keeping large-size candy bars in my pockets. And every time I see a kid, I go, Happy Halloween, and I give them a full-size candy bar, just like in life. Like, make all of October, no matter where you are, if a child is outside of the house... They are allowed to receive candy from a stranger. You're the candy man. I think that, yeah, I think I would scare people. I think that <laughs> they would worry that I'm going to follow them home and gut them open. Right, And right. start talking like this. Well, it was the part where you suggested driving around in an unmarked, windowless white van in order to throw no, candy? No, it's going <laughs> to have windows. How am I going to drive? I need at least the one window, and then they can see it's just me. It's just me, Jackie, throwing possibly poisoned candy at children in order to sort of start some kind of L.A. Hollywood ring that I know you guys are all involved in, but whatever. I feel like it's the same kind of thing of, like, why would they, you know, anymore, why would they ever, why would you ever get drugged by something when really you should pay for those things? Mm. You know, don't roofie me, make me pay for the roofie. Why am I going to give out my poison for free? The thoughts and opinions of page seven do not reflect the thoughts and opinions. (laughs) (laughs) What are you trying to say? (laughs) What are you trying to say? Is it because I'm kooky in the morning? (laughs) Is it because I'm unable to censor myself in the morning? (laughs) Paying for roofies to do it yourself. In our neighborhood at Halloween, there's always like, uh, they call it the Halloween parade. And like everybody, there's like a, a street a street in my neighborhood that has like a big median in the middle. And so all the kids gather and in normal times. I don't know if it's going to happen this year, but in normal times, all the kids gather on the median in front of this Victorian house that always gets all decorated very spooky. And it's called the Halloween house. Nice. And, uh, and then the kids all just like walk around and trick or treat from there. And so... Uh, what Jackie's handing out candy before we had kids, Gideon went with uh, friends and their kids, but he had just a bag of candy and he's just walking around like handing kids candy. And he was like, Yeah, I was so excited to like compliment all the kids on there, be like, Oh, cool, Spider Man, ooh, candy. And he was like having so much fun. And he was like, A lot of the kids didn't really want to take the candy. And I was like, Yeah, because to you, you're like a fun guy there with kids who you know, <laughs> but to the kids, you're just some guy, <laughs> like not in a costume. Some creep without a child, without a child trick or treating, giving out candy. <laughs> I think the best thing about having kids for Gideon is now that he gets to talk to other kids outside and be like, as like a fun dad that he always has been and not just some guy who wants to be like cool Spider-Man helmet you know but so uh, that's Jack Jackie might meet some you might meet some resistance from the kids as just being some some grown up lady you know 
But what if I just say, it's me, it's Jackie? <laughs> you know, page seven. Nobody? <laughs> you know, page seven. I was like, that's my name. I'll just scream it at them. You gotta be super me. <laughs> and I just, just get more and more aggressive. All the, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so the, you know, I live across, everyone knows what everyone knows. And everyone knows that I live across the street from the emergency room. And I was thinking about making their lives a little bit more fun. So what I was going to do is cover myself in fake blood. Lay okay. out front of the emergency room, and then when people try <laughs> yeah. to enter, ah, you know, jump out at them, surprise yes. them. Yes. Oh fuck you, fuck a fuck. You know what I mean, or something like that. <laughs> while they try, while they're trying to enter the the emergency room, you know what I mean. It just is a little yeah. way to be like, hey, yeah. put a little pep in your step. I know you're upset. Obviously, you're going into an emergency room, so yeah, here's but a have little some excitement. candy. Have yeah. some walls. Haunted ER is one I have not. I, and as a kid, I feel like I did. We did haunt. There was haunted. Forest. There was haunted dorms. There was haunted. Uh, there was a haunted boat. But I've never done haunted ER. ER, arguably the most haunted, <laughs> the most scary, especially <laughs> during very, a pandemic. Yes. Yeah. That's that's Seriously. truly spooky. Yeah, I'm gonna not wear a mask, and I'm just gonna cough, 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 <laughs> and you know, as they try to enter. But ah, oh, kidding. Oh, I don't. COVID. And then I'll show them the paper that says I have the antibodies. And be like, don't worry, guys. It's it's all fake. And then they'll be like, oh, we don't know if that actually really technically <laughs> means anything yet. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be a whole discussion about data and statistics <laughs> while they're just trying to like survive, like while they're having it in the middle of a full fledged asthma attack. Uh, yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> no, you should recreate the Darren Brown zombie apocalypse thing. You ever see the like the mentalist Darren Brown that when he set up um, that he. I'm, I'm going to put air quotes around it, so re get ready for this. When he quote-unquote hypnotized people, <laughs> and then they came back to, they're playing a video game, and then he hypnotizes them, and then they come back to, and they're inside of a hospital, and they're actually inside of the video game that they were playing, what? and they don't know that it's not real, and then they wake up, and they're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. It's actually very upsetting to That's watch, terrifying. because these um, people... Uh, According to what we are told to believe, I am untamed, but we are told to believe that they don't know that it is fake. We've and been so talking about mentalists a lot on the show lately. I just want to put out a little flag I've there. I've been watching a lot of <laughs> mentalists. I've been watching a lot of Darren Brown. I've been weirdly obsessed with Darren Brown alone. I've just been alone watching Darren Brown videos. See, I, and get, I get more afraid for the zombie actors when I'm watching stuff like this. Than yes, I, do I don't want to be in to get hit. Yeah, because I'm just like, oh, they're going to get fucking punched in the face. Well, this is what scares me because there's a lot of drive through Halloween things this year, which honestly, I've already gotten tickets to two different events. Like, I'm ready to try this out. I'm ready to try out new socially distant Halloween. Mm -hmm. But I'm nervous because obviously they're not going to be jumping in front of the car or anything like that. <laughs> That's right? A, that would be spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I actually don't. Yeah. I, in my brain, I'm like, well, uh, nothing is scarier to me than the idea of driving anyway because you're just um, a killing machine. But that's my own something that I have to deal with in therapy confessions. Um. So I'm a little nervous about Hauntoweens via the car. Yeah, I think we're going to be discussing a news article uh, about that. About Jackie's approach. <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe not Jackie, but it's just like, we're going to put a bunch of people in very powerful yeah. machines, 
and we're going to try to scare. People like to get drunk, you know, right? Yeah, and and people will be drinking, and 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 and, and we're going to try to scare them as much as possible while they are operating while they're a driving. Massive death trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. They should not. So do I don't that. know. Maybe they do their scaring if you are in park. Like maybe. You drive through and then you park and then they jump out. I'm not sure, which is why I need to see. Maybe it's like a drive through. Maybe it's like an actual uh, or like a car wash rather. Right. Where it'll like you'll park and then it'll be like on rails. That would everyone will just dance around you. Yeah. What you could also do is have everybody come on a less lethal vehicle like an adult scooter. I've been riding an adult scooter lately and adult scooters are really having a renaissance in New York City. Uh, there's adult scooters everywhere. You could also have like a bike, like a fun bike spookathon, you know? We could just have everybody Have I not talked about how much I hate the scooters? I'm sorry, Molly. Oh <laughs> yeah, I hate dude. The scooters. Well, you I guys, scream at the you scooters. You guys are cursed with the scooters. My hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina is cursed with the scooters. And it always just invades. I hope it never comes here. We have the city bike thing, but that's totally different because it's literally like this scooter company comes into your town, completely takes it over, covers your town in scooters. People just leave them wherever. Everywhere. Wait, are you guys talking about like electric scooters? Like the like little mopeds? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking about like a like a razor scooter for grownups. Totally. That would be cool. That's what that's what I've oh, been. Oh, see, then that's great. No, razor scooters are great. That's what yeah. I've been riding. But I see. You're talking about like a city bike, but for like a moped. The scooters are a nightmare. And if you want to walk anywhere, then they're and they're allowed on the goddamn sidewalks. Yeah, and, and they're and then, blowing past, Yeah, and then these idiot people are because only who's gonna get this thing? And sorry if you're listening at home and you're one of the people who got this thing, but these idiot morons are the only people who, who do it, <laughs> and then they just leave it wherever and they just are bashing into you and stuff. We were at like a very busy bar crawl downtown in Charlotte, and people were just zooming past us in these mm. fucking death traps. Seems like they shouldn't be allowed on the sidewalk. There should be like a special, you know, there should be every street right? should have a bike lane, and then they could be in the bike lane there. Safely, We're right? living in a lawless world, Molly. <laughs> I know. They leave them willy nilly. They leave them everywhere. They're wow. always in the way. People are always. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, I can't park. There are scooters there for some reason. You know what? Uh, yeah. I yell about the scooters a lot. I didn't know there was myself. such a plague of scooters around, of, of electric scooters. I'm sorry. It's, I got like electric locusts. scooters barking at me in my right ear, and I got Chris Evans' big old ding dong <laughs> screaming at me in my left. You know what it is? It's a good shape. And you very rarely uh, uh, look at, I I don't generally personally look at an erect penis and go, wow, I want that in me. <laughs> I don't really care that much about specifically, it's like looking at just vaginal lips and being like, ooh, I'm so horny by right, that. Right. Looking at lips doesn't really make me horny. Looking at just an erect penis doesn't make me horny. But it's a pretty good shape. Like it's a, uh, you know what? It is straight up Captain America's penis. Yeah, it is just it is a. Well, it's got a little shield a at penis. the tip. That's how you it's can tell. <laughs> it's just what you would expect. It is a which, penis. Which was, I think if you're going to accidentally leak a nude, it's nice for everyone to be like, "That's just as nice as I expected it would be." You know? Yeah, go for him. It's the amount that I would recognize him if I met him in person. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be like, I think that that is Captain America, or is it just a normal, fine-looking man? You know uh, what I mean? Right. Is that mean? Am I not allowed to say that? No, that's no, ex- I feel like that's Chris really Evans' thing is that he's just like very nice. He's just like a very nice looking man. Yes, I would have a beer with him for sure. Mm-hmm. And maybe mm. a maybe a 
a sausage, perhaps. Like a, <laughs> Hold it. Are you insinuating? Bratwurst. Speaking of other things that I've been screaming about um, that no one, I don't think that anybody really cares about, I was so reviled by the idea that the She's All That remake is actually happening. They've been talking about this remake for a very long time. But also, you know, quintessentially, She's All That is a movie that we have made fun of since the beginning of time. You're like, oh, you took this hot girl with glasses and took off her glasses. But in reality, it's like, no, we just gave her the confidence for us to find her sexy. Yeah. Also way hotter with the glasses, by the way. That's my favorite (laughs) thing about the movie. Hotter before the transition is my favorite Also hotter than Freddie Prinze Jr. Like, Freddie Prinze Jr. was, was... Always not in the same league with her. Talk about he is the Chris Evans of 1998. Truly. Good looking man. You know, he is. And now I know that he has a beautiful marriage with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Mazel, mazel. Good for them. However, this reboot, they just cast a TikTok star. Her name is Addison Ray. And they are they think that they are just so beyond their years because in this remake, <gasps> Guys, it's gender swapped. They're remaking a boy instead. Isn't that groundbreaking? Oh, isn't it so good that they're putting the money into this movie? Oh, thank you. Because I've been waiting. I'm like, when are they going to say that the boy needs? Oh, God, can boys be nerds too? Never heard of that concept. I just, I was so. Lord, you are on fire right now, I was so angry. I was so angry about it. They're calling it He's All That. Okay? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Make oh a God. new story. <laughs> Can boys be nerds too? I've never heard of that. Might be my favorite thing you've ever said on the show. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm more upset about the star, which is this TikTok star, Addison Ray. Addison is one of those awful names that you hear like mothers to be considering, you know, but they never actually end up. My my famous one that I always talk about is Braylon. At one point, I had a, a my my uh, wife was like, my fr- friend is considering this name. What do you think about this name, Braylon? And I was like, that is <laughs> the worst name. Never name the child that. Uh, and then now we have Addison. But also, I went, I was like, all right, YouTube, what do you got for me? Because I don't have TikTok anymore because I don't want them to steal my DNA, Whoa. as they do. I don't want them to take my genes from me and mm. put it in a test tube and create a dinosaur out of it. Good uh-huh. for using you. Using a mosquito with a... Good for you. Yeah, Stick whatever. it up for yourself. Because <laughs> the whole Holden sore will only be of my creation, okay? And it will look like mm. me. And it will be like a velociraptor <laughs> with big giant glasses on that makes inappropriate jokes about, you know, body parts. But I digress. And this is my Zoom therapy session in which I tell you that I feel this like a dinosaur version of me reminds me of my relationship with my mother. Whoa. Yeah, who I'm you going will, there. Who you, would, who you will never hit. <laughs> yes. In this, does that mean you as a dinosaur have to gnash upon her nipples to be fed? Or does that mean you feed on her Flesh. Now, what I'm saying is that all the other dinosaurs at my school think I'm super lame, but then this mm-hmm. super popular, very sexy, large-breasted uh, d- dinosaur lady 
who all the other dinosaurs like comes in, reforms me, takes the glasses off in the seminal scene. Oh my scene. god! Oh my god! Are you talking about me right now? <laughs> Am I your mother? Yes, <gasps> we made it. We got it's a breakthrough. It's a therapy breakthrough. <laughs> Jackie's my mom. I, you can start calling me Jen now. Man, I love therapy. This is amazing. This is just <laughs> yeah, fun man. and stupid. I really highly recommend it. He's all that. <laughs> um, He's but Addison all Ray, that. I went to YouTube. This is where this started, by the way. I went to YouTube, and I looked up <laughs> Addison Ray like, best of TikTok, and I was blown away about, and I'm sure a lot goes into it. I'm sure there's a whole setup, and like, I don't know what's going on, but it very much looked to me like this person gets millions of dollars for putting in, I want to say the least effort possible to make that amount of money as a, yes. like it is, I was dumbfounded at how little I was seeing on the screen. There was music playing. She was doing these little dance moves. You don't, and a lot of it, you don't even see her full body. She's just kind of like, she's just sort of, she's like a wiggle, uh, those little wiggle things. Oh my God. Yeah. Air, like in front of a car station. wash. Yeah. yeah. In front of a car wash. Yeah. Those big wiggle things. It's like that. But it's like just a human person that is pretty, and therefore I I was shocked. And I know this is such an old man thing, but I feel like in other, at least in other TikTok, famous TikTok things, I see some editing work, I see concepts, I see, but this person making most, for the most part, millions of, there's a couple of those in there, little skits, I'll call them. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it is literally just a person going, <laughs> I'm, I, if you yeah. want to describe what I'm doing, just yeah, it's like, really. Oh yeah. Well, his arms are up in the air. He's covered in sweat. I imagine she's covered in the same amount of sweat. Holding when Holden moves one foot back from his computer, you can see how much sweat is on his shirt. <laughs> oh my god, under his breast yeah. as well. It's, it's where, that's where the rib. That's where they took the rib. That's where they took the rib. Um, oh but, yeah, yeah, you're just this like is it. That's it. That's all she does. She just goes. <laughs> oh my God! He's got his he's wiggling. He's standing on pants right now too. Why yeah, yeah. Your, I put on real people clothes <laughs> at nine o'clock in the morning. I put on real people clothes. All right. I'm wearing my PJ pants. What? Don't I have hate. a dress on? Dude, you're such a hater today, Jackie. Jeez. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's because of he's all that, and it's because of the goddamn scooters. <laughs> I'm having an issue this morning. <laughs> And Molly's such a lover today. It's like love and hate I'm on this Skype call right oh now. Oh my god, you're right. We're just like Stacy and Darcy. I'm Darcy. <laughs> I'm Darcy's uh, shoes. I call Darcy ah, shoes. Louboutins. <laughs> I um, agree with you, Holden. And it was funny because it's almost like your old man uh, getting into each other's brains because Henry also screamed about TikTok last night mm. towards me for about 20 minutes um, just about how dumb it is and how he doesn't understand how young people are making money. I was like, what do you think older people said about YouTube? I was yeah. just thinking, I had literally, the process I went through in my head was, they're getting stars from TikTok now? And then I was like, well, I suppose they got some stars from <laughs> <Inevitable>. YouTube. <laughs> like, I I had to go on that journey silently. YouTube, I guess so. I guess they But it's funny, like, YouTube, it? again, there's, like, these fast-cut editing. Like, even the people I secretly loathed who were making, getting tons of success on YouTube, you couldn't hate the fact that they were, like, clearly doing a big amount of editing work a bit there was a big setup there was also a concept at right. all they were talking about something they were creating something even with what was the it's not vimeo but what's the vine even with vine and God, these pretty people vine. and I whatever i miss vine can i say that i miss vine i miss even vine, with vine there was a concept 
Even right. with streaming, like these stream people, Twitch and YouTube streamer people, they're like streaming for hours at a time. But I'm watching this person with a first name that I fucking hate just do literally the least amount of anything possible and they're making millions of dollars and that's fine. But like, come on. Like, can we see a like, I don't know. Maybe I watched the wrong uh, highlight vid and there's more to it than what I was seeing. But it was literally the same camera angle, the same thing over and over again with a different song and a different outfit, just literally like doing the wiggle man. And I'm just like, (laughs) now I immediately think of you because there is, I was thinking of this video of this girl whose name was, it is H-A-L-E-I-G-H, right? Haley. (laughs) But she said, well, actually I start going by Haley now, like nay. And she said, Haley, like nay. And I could feel (laughs) my blood boil the inside where it's just like why it's Haley it's a it's a weird spelling I'm fine with it you know push your boundaries untamed I get it but it's Haley don't call it Haley I'm not gonna call you Haley you're not Jack A because and you never will be you're not yeah I'm gonna call you Highlight I'm gonna call you the sport highlight. God, yeah. Jack A is that's so what's cool. gonna be then. Yeah, Jack A. It's her outfits. There can only be one Jack A. Although you're always a little bit Jack A to me too. Oh my god! I'm just hearing Nell words right now. I'm just hearing a Nell impression right now with these words. Whoa! Hey, Jack Tay in the wind. Hey, in the wind. Hey, in the wind. I'm also thinking of Jack A right now because Sister Sister was just put on Netflix. I was going to say, Jack A is the mom from Sister Sister to me, which is perhaps not an accurate representation of her body of work. But, you know, if we're talking about the 90s, which won't die in this fucking decade because we have to revive everything from the fucking 90s, like she's all that, then we should at least (laughs) talk about Sister Sister. Never know how much I missed her. That theme, the intro to Sister Sister is... I, I I watched it and I hadn't seen it in so long and watching an episode of it, I was like thrown all the way back into my childhood. I have not been thrust that hard back into middle school in a minute. Well, it, it, until I was in front of a bunch of new people with a costume on that was way too small. Um, that was a middle school moment for me as well. I'll throw that out there. I bet it was pretty funny for the people, though, that were in the room with you a little bit. No, I made a lot of jokes. I didn't want to show that I was actually upset. I just made jokes instead about how I was like, yeah, I guess I could blame this on quarantine, but we all know it's not not the quarantine that did it. Um, Desperately to try and make a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's 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 like just bombing on stage. Right, everybody? This guy knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) Right, Corona, it's not a beer. It's... Everyone just staring at you deathly silent. <laughs> Who hired her? Why would they? Why is she here? Can someone get her out of here? I try to juggle, but I can't get all the balls in the earth and say, say it to you like not even making sense. Chris Evans? <laughs> craft services versus the craft cheese. What? Am I wrong here? Is anyone gonna laugh at anything I say right now? Because this is my self-defense mechanism and I, just I need someone slice to slice my throat in front of everyone. <laughs> oh, there she goes. <laughs> Making a mess. <laughs> That's your she's all that moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and then you'll get is. transformed. It's the opposite. It's not the taking off of the glasses. It's the loosening of the outfit. Of the outfit. It's how it's it's them drawing where they have to put the vents in to add more fabric into the sides. That's where that's my she's all that moment. 
as I just stare off into middle space, pretending I'm Wendy going into a a, a pool of water. Just shut off. Just <laughs> pretend like it's not happening. Just completely shut down. Well, someone else is pretending something's happening that isn't maybe happening. Can we talk oh. about celebrity oh. conspiracies for a second? Ooh. Yes, we can. Good segue. And the title of today, and by the way, shout outs to Stephen and Chloe, who each separately sent me this story via Instagram. Thank you so much. We even spoke, we should do this, Jackie. We even spoke about setting up an email address for submissions for articles and celebrity conspiracies and anything people want to submit so that to make our lives a little more easy, but also to integrate you guys in the process even more. But still, we will get on that. We'll probably have that for you next week. Still, the title of today's conspiracy is Paula Abdul's plane crash. Uh So here is the theory, and this is really fascinating. This is one of those ones where it started off, I was like, oh, whatever, this is whatever. And then, like, I'm now fully convinced that apparently, all right, Paula Abdul, everybody loves her. She started out as a cheerleader for the L.A. Lakers and managed to work her way into major stardom through the 80s after she released the album Forever Your Girl in 1988 and then classically danced with that cartoon cat in that music video that was in Two the- step forward, two steps back. We yeah. come together because opposites attract. That and is you know, I uh, get it. <laughs> it goes in the cherry pie category for me a little bit, not gonna lie. Uh, but either you way. You wanna have sex with that fake cat? No! Well, I wanted to be Whoa. that cat to, in that video. And the way that she sort of did is connected to him physically in that <laughs> video. But either way, how, <laughs> however. <laughs> In the early you wanted 90s, to be the cat just to have Paul Abdul's gaze directed at you the way that she gazed yeah, upon the cat. For just a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that really gets my giblets scrongin'. I don't know. Yeah, man, yeah, get them all <laughs> wet with gravy, bro. Euphemisms get weird early on a Sunday podcast, all right? They just, they do. You could say, you could say that really gets my Chris Evans going. Yeah, it really gets my yeah. Chris Evans posted on Twitter. <laughs> But either way, in the early 90s, she took some time off because according to her, she was recovering from a plane crash in 1992, a crash that many to believe to have never have happened. (gasps) Abdul said this, and this gets deep, guys. This goes deep because there was a reporter from Jazabal that uh, got deep on this. This is deep. You're right. Abdul said, during the end of my world tour, the Spellbound tour, When I was traveling from one city to the next in a small seven-seater plane, one of the engines blew up and the right wing caught on fire, and we crash-landed. I didn't have my seatbelt on, and I hit my head on the top of the plane, and that went on to, I withstood 15 cervical uh, spinal surgeries, and I have to take seven years off, and then reappeared on American Idol. Wait, what? Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. She, she, I, I don't know, this quote's weird, but I... I should have fact checked it. But either way, she's saying that she she didn't have her seatbelt on, hit her head on the top of the plane as it went down. Uh, and then she had to have 15 cervical spinal surgeries and take seven years off from her career. And then she came Whoa. back with American Idol. So why the skepticism? Well, interesting. Let's just take a look at how plane crashes are recorded and uh, how there's no evidence of this plane crash Oh, no. Are all. we about to have a 9-11 conversation? Because I definitely <laughs> spent Friday night... Reading no. and listening to the voicemails by myself and sobbing. Uh, so don't do what? That. Why did you do that? What's wrong with you? I'm having a weekend, guys. <laughs> all right. Either way, no, we're not talking about 9/11 at all right now. 
It's not at all in this. First of all, a search of Nexus archives yields no news stories from the 90s about Paula Abdul, who was at one point a bonafide superstar surviving a plane crash. A Jezebel reporter then digs deep, and the first account they can track down was from an episode of Dateline in 2003. Another remarkable thing, that's like the first mention of this crash, that it was supposedly happened in 1992. Another remarkable thing is that none of the plane crashes, and I think this is the most damning evidence, none of the plane crashes in the National Transportation Safety Board's database remotely fits Abdul's description, given the possible dates when such a crash allegedly took place. The NTSB that I just mentioned, that it investigates every civil aviation accident in the U.S. It is like vaguely possible there was a spokesman for for there that said it is vaguely possible that a, cr- a crash would go unreported but it, it it would have to be in a way that like they would have had to have gotten rid of the airplane they said it would you know the way she describes it, it caught on fire and and explode you know crashed into the ground like it, it was such a at least the way she describes it it was big enough for them to have would have they would definitely have investigated this crash Whoa. in the past Abdul has said the accident took place between the St. Louis and Denver stops on her tour, which puts her there in St. Louis on June 19, 1992, and in Colorado on the 22nd of June. She said she got on the plane right after she got off stage, and that 30, and that this is a quote, 35 minutes into the air leaving St. Louis, going to Denver, an engine blew up, right wing caught on fire at the other end, and crash landed in flames in a cornfield. Where she claims the plane crash landed is another matter of contention. She said that the plane landed in a cornfield in Iowa, but at its closest point, Iowa is about 200 miles away from St. Louis and well north of the straight shot from St. Louis to Denver. And also, like, they went, they looked at every plane crash that happened, like, in the vicinity of that time. There's, like, none that happened anywhere near where she's saying it happened. And all the other ones, there were, like, all I, I poured through all these maps and of crashes and stuff that that reveal that there's like no way any of the crashes reported in the vicinity of that time and date. Uh, uh, And there's very few that, you know, it's not like planes crash every day. You know what I mean? So so just very, very little. And they were all like way outside of where she's saying this happened. She also claims there was no news coverage because, quote, that's something I quietly made go away. No paparazzi or tabloid stuff. How can you make a plane crash go? Yeah. Right. Like I, I get, I get making a your own, like getting your own maternity ward and make sure, making sure like no sure. press or anybody like I'm if talking about Beyonce. If you accidentally OD'd and recovered, you know I can get trying to hide that. But a, an entire plane crash, and you were the biggest, like one of the biggest pop stars in the world at the time of this crash. Yeah. Yeah. More recently, Paula Abdul made these comments. You know what? It's like there's seven other people that were on the plane who were in that plane accident with me. So I really don't care what people have to say. I don't. It's like you learn to grow through. Uh, you learn and grow through wisdom and experience of being in this business, especially with the internet. You can't take things personally. The things that resonate with you that can, can help you become better, the best version of yourself, you hold on to and you work through that. If there's something that you know you can actually work on that can improve who you are as a performer or as a professional or as a human being, I resonate with that. And the other stuff isn't my business. So. That sounds like the words of someone who just got caught lying about a plane crash. <laughs> all right, yeah, so Molly's all right? in. Molly's all in. Jackie, do, do you do you? That's that's. Uh, do you believe? How can you lie about something like that? It's pretty crazy. But, 
that's insane. Like, that is something where it's just like, not even that, like, if we, I wouldn't be like, oh, I, I think that she, like, needs to talk to somebody. Right. About the fact where it's like, or did you make this up in your brain because you needed, the, then you ended up taking all that time off? Was it that, like, oh, well, then I needed a reason of why I took the time off. Right. Maybe she just, like, couldn't handle, like, she needed a break from her life for a second. She needed a break, or the I real guess. reason for her time off was something that she didn't want revealed, like uh, addiction issues or something like that. I mean, at the same time, I think there is a world in which she is not lying, and we should definitely acknowledge that and just say that, like, if that is the case, then I, you know, would feel terrible just immediately assuming she's lying. But the evidence is pretty damning, like, especially, I think, the the National Transportation, uh, what is the name of that thing? I already closed out my window with this. The uh, NTSB reportage, like, the National Transportation Safety Board database. That's where I'm like, what? Maybe she, and, and so uh, unless she got the, the date's wrong and the tour, you know, I think it's possible that, but again, too, to or not. Or maybe she was on an illegal plane. Mm. Maybe she was uh, like with a, a pilot that was kicked out of the pilot's league. <laughs> and then they, he, she found this illegal pilot that will take her in between her tour dates, right? And then maybe that's why it's not on the scene. Okay. And they took out the black box from inside of the plane so that they don't know that the plane went down. It does seem insane to me, too, that, sh- that a person would go through a plane crash that involved a plane being set on fire, crash landing in a field, to not wear their seatbelt and survive it is, is seems a pretty fucking crazy to me. It just seems like this is something that, like, it just seems like you shouldn't have to give, like, a huge statement about, like, you know what, I don't care if you believe me or not. Like, it seems like you should be able to verify this if it happened. Like, are any yeah. of the other seven people able to, did they all die? Like, or did they not? Yeah, where like, are the seven people? Where are Apparently the seven Apparently there were no people? deaths in this crash. Yeah, so find somebody else to verify it. You don't have to just put out a statement that's like, I mean, admittedly, if you were in a plane crash and no one believed you, it would be very frustrating and you would probably put out a statement right. that's like, listen, I don't care if you believe me, I was in a plane that crashed. It's definitely yeah. in a plane crash i would definitely I, I would definitely though i feel like if i was in a plane crash and no one believed me i feel like that is easily verifiable and i would ab- i wouldn't even put a statement out i would just fucking show the evidence of the fact that i was in a plane crash right you know yeah I mean? you always take a selfie in front of your plane crash <laughs> always make sure remember that you folks at home your own just in case proof. even if you even if you're not even thinking about one day eventually becoming a celeb uh it doesn't matter take that selfie okay <laughs> and also hold a piece of paper up with it with a date in the selfie so yeah. that date, we know. Yes, go yeah. go you go to the bodega, buy a paper, yes, buy come a paper, back, that's take right. a selfie with the paper. <laughs> go to the bodega yeah, absolutely. in the in the Iowa cornfield. <laughs> but until I see such evidence pointing otherwise, I think that she's lying about this fucking plane crash, bro. Yeah. Yeah, or on a ghost plane. But I do agree with you, and I think that it is more real, pl- I think it's fake plane than ghost plane. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she lying. <laughs> she lying. She lying, And yeah. hopefully the uh, tales that are on this list aren't a lie. Oh. Okay. Who? You oh, have to sing oh, the song. Who, oh, who's, who's on the list? Jackie, <laughs> gotta have that list. Oh, this list is demented tales of rock star sex you've never heard before. Um, I'm going to throw it out there. I was immediately sucked into this list because the first thing on the list was David Bowie banged Slash's mom. So I follow Slash on Instagram. And 
The following slash on Instagram is very even times that he posts pictures that I'm like, I think this is too much. <laughs> How is this allowed on Instagram? They're all very, like, disturbing, sexy pictures of models, but then also weird dad jokes. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Look up Slash's Instagram. It's very, very weird. <laughs> but apparently David Bowie and Slash have a bit of a rivalry. And it is a unique rivalry because David Bowie had sex with Slash's mother. And uh, during the making of The Man Who Fell to Earth, Bowie, which also this list refers to him as a vagabond and satanic sperm incubator, <laughs> began a passionate affair with his costume designer. The lady in question was Ola Hudson, a world-famous designer responsible for the looks of other rock luminaries like Ringo Starr and John Lennon. She's also the mother of some guy named Saul Hudson, although we know him better as Slash. Wow. So that's kind of fun. They hate each other because he had sex with his mother. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. That's a good reason to hate someone. Yeah, sure. and Slash openly said in 2012 that he absolutely despised Bowie because of this. And while the relationship between Bowie and his mother was mysterious, Slash knew what was up. And be So that's... um. You know, I think that if David Bowie had sex with my mother, I'd be fine. With yeah, it. I think I would. I would really like want to be happy. Compliment. Yeah, right. That's like bragging rights, if anything. Are you kidding? David Bowie wanted to have sex with my mother. <laughs> Please. Could you imagine? Now imagine David Bowie having sex with your mother, Jackie. Um. <laughs> you know what? Go for her. Throw it out there. Right, I'm saying okay. to go for her. I Not think disgusting. that it's great. I say you get in there, mom. Um, I, I I don't want to hear about it necessarily, but right. if you could just oh like oh my god, kind. Jackie, I was gonna have say I got I a story wanna, to tell you. I gotta want to hear oh, her talk about it. David Bowie came over last night. He showed up in a spaceship. <laughs> he made me a salami sandwich, and then we we barked like dogs until I the morning understand. light. <laughs> I would bark like the dog too, mom. I fed him, and I fed him, and now he's fat, David Bowie. He I would be fat huge. David Bowie if he started banging my mother. My mother would definitely make a fat David Bowie. David especially from co a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> Number six, Motley Crue rubbed egg burritos on their dicks to mask the smell of groupie sex. I believe this one. Um, this, I, I, it is, might be too early in the morning, and I, it does make me... Um, a little sick to my stomach. <laughs> but the list says, in the early days of the band, most members had girlfriends, which is problematic when your job kind of consists of you having sex with groupies, not wanting to break up with the love of their lives, but also wanting to constantly be boning other people whenever they weren't home. The crew came up with a plan. After every piece of backstage or recording booth tale, the band would take Tommy Lee's van to a place called Noggles. There, they celebrated their infidelity with a round of egg burritos, one to eat and one to slather all over their dick and balls. All right, can we, what is this cracked article? This, this cracked is... article is a nightmare. I don't know if any of this is real. By the way, it says slather all over their dicks and balls, which for some dicks. reason is more funny and upsetting to me <laughs> than just dick and balls. And before you ask, couldn't they just shower? 
Remember that this is Motley Crue we're talking about. Look at them. Taking a shower would raise more suspicions than coming home smelling of strange vaginas. Man, this person has a fucking bone to pick with dudes. What are you talking about? I didn't read through all of this. This is very funny. <laughs> it is uh, written by a dude and a lady, uh, respectively. I guess two-person job for this listicle that involves seven entries so that is seven entries <laughs> and they just and then they would tell their girlfriends if they asked about it we would tell our girlfriends oh we dropped the burritos in our laps we we fell dick first into a vat of eggs and burritos jeff if you're listening to this right now if you if you come home and you're smelling like eggs I'm just going to make you, I'm not even going to ask if you slept with somebody else. I'm just going to ask you to take a shower. That's just how, right? If, you, if, if your partner's crotch smells like eggs, just put them right in the shower. I don't even immediately think, maybe right. technically, they are the smartest ones. Goodbye. Right. Goodbye. <laughs> I like that they did it all together. They are the smartest ones. It's like a real bro bonding experience to just take out your dicks and rub them in burritos. Wouldn't they burn? Well, I guess you'd have to, like, would you have to ask without cheese? Because I don't. You would have to probably take them out of the wrapper while you're eating your first burrito so that they cooled by the time you're done eating. Yes. And then be like, all right, now it's time for stage two, the t stage where we take our dicks out and put the burritos on our dicks. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. You know what? Good for them. This is a fun one, but we knew this if you listen to the Mariah Carey episodes of Pop History. Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey had sex to her music. Oh. I think that this is great. If I was Mariah Carey, I'd also have sex to my own music. <laughs> also, she had gave, when she gave birth, she was she was playing a loud um, live concert of hers so that her children would be born into the world to applause for their mother. <laughs> because Mariah Carey is perfect in every way, shape, or form. Don't worry, September 19th, her book is coming out. Very soon, guys. I wouldn't mind hearing a, t a tape of applause for me while I was giving birth, but it wouldn't be about like my kids needing to hear that. It would be about, like, yeah, I just did that. Applaud me, you know? And I am great. Yes, I completely yeah. get that, too. I think she might be a bit of a narcissist. <laughs> Whoa. I don't appreciate your your opinion right now, Holden. <laughs> Just thought it out there. I'm starting. I, I didn't realize it before. I know we did a multi-episode uh, thing on her for pop history, but uh, I'm realizing it now. Maybe a little bit of narcissism going on. Yeah, but she deserves it. And that's why the uh, mental illness goes unchecked. <laughs> but how do you feel about David she Lee Roth? She deserves to have her mental health issue. <laughs> David Lee Roth paid his road crew $100 for every woman they brought him backstage. Mm. Yeah. This one seems pretty standard, doesn't it? Yeah, that seems like completely normal. See, I actually, I don't really get... Unless you're using them to, like, vet who gets to come back and who doesn't. Because I can't imagine he needs any help getting groupies to come backstage with them, right? Yeah, but he's busy. Yeah, they're busy. They, they don't want to put that work in. I mean, they just want them waiting there backstage for as soon as they get off. Uh, you know, they rip a line. 
you know, eat a burger and then uh, talk to these females probably. You know what's crazy is I've never really thought about this before, but I don't think I'd want that. Aren't you exhausted after doing a show? The last thing I'm thinking about is having sex. Well, no, no, because you have the adrenaline, though, of thousands of people screaming your name and all that stuff. So you get off stage. You you maybe have some salmon, actually. Screw the burger tonight. Let's maybe get a little healthy in there. Let's have a salmon yeah. and do a giant rail of cocaine. <laughs> and then where the, let's where is the room full of women? I call them breast havers. I'm that also, bad. You know what oh I mean? yeah, the breast havers. I'm, apparently I hold and don't, but this in this scenario, uh, Axel Rose, whoever is calling them that. But what about your little Elvis, Holden? Do you have your penis insured? Uh, no, I do not. David have my Lee Roth insured. does. David wow. Lee Roth has his penis, and the penis's name is Little Elvis, and <laughs> the penis is insured. So I guess if you have an insured penis, you would want to make sure that you got the cream of the crop of the roadies. And so whenever he brought the, um, the next morning, he would give the $100 to the roadie that brought back the lucky girl that got to have his penis inside of her. Only one roadie, and it was the one, and it's just 100 bucks. I feel like that's yeah. super not enough money for the work. Yeah. I think that especially finding one like and what if she, like the person is a crazy person or is a bad egg? Does that mean they don't get the hundred dollars? Yeah. Bad egg burrito. That ain't <laughs> a groupie for backstage sex. Got to be a, you know, at least a part time job, if not a full time job. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. And also, in case you were wondering, Marilyn Manson apparently has too many sex rules. What are these rules? What are the rules? I was trying to find the rules. Well, apparently he likes his rules, and he's got them. So don't worry about <laughs> it. Oh, okay. The lights have to be off oh. is one. <laughs> That's too many. That's interesting. Oh, so he has an antique abortionist chair covered with a bear rug. Ooh. That's where he likes to have sex. Also, uh, he has to have it while keeping his underwear around his ankles. Are you making this up? <laughs> nope. I am looking at the same article. That is definitely one of his rules. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny to me because that's so awkward to me. Oh, in case he needs to flee the room. Okay, <laughs> I'm just reading that too. The desert that make it even more difficult? Just run out without your underpants on. You're Marilyn fucking Manson. You can do whatever you want to do. A minimum of five times a day? How do you keep it? I mean... I don't I don't even think I want to have sex five times a day. Who's got that kind of time? That sounds painful. No, no, no. And, and the goal is 10. Yikes. So you're right. It's too many sex rules. Yeah, that is too many rules, especially for I don't want to picture Marilyn Manson with his scary face and his underwear around his ankles and the lights off doing it five times a day. At least you don't have to see. The, yeah, the lights will be off at least. Yeah. I just I mean, I would definitely probably have sex on a vintage abortionist chair once, but every time I'm all right. Yeah, I'm good. We'll My legs. Especially, although, that's a special occasion. So kind of. Does that mean your legs are up in the air in the stirrups? Does that mean you just get to lay there and not do anything? Because I mean, I don't think that's fun, but I can imagine a couple of times that would be fun. Sure. <laughs> but that's it for my list today. Fantastic stuff because I have recently gone I uh, blind. I or at least I think I'm going. Ah, uh, blind uh, items. Ah, uh, we, we can't, can't see them. them. Wow, incredible. I'm super blind, y'all. And I'm not reading this uh, out loud. Uh, all right, here we go. This first one's a fun one for a group that's a done, done, 
That'll make Ooh. sense in a second. That's your initial clue. The reality family likes to pretend their product lines are sold out and they are rushing to make more. The actual truth is that major retailer is tired of negative product reviews slash returns and nothing is ever sold out. They don't even sell well and won't be placing another order. <gasps> is it Kim Kardashian? It is the Kardashians slash Jenners. The Kardashians have reported, and I know we've talked about it before, the Kardashians have reportedly promoted many contentious and some unhealthy products. L reported that the list of controversial products includes Skims Waist Trainer, Flat yes. Stomach Teas and Lollipops, Sugar Bear Hair Vitamins, and KKW Contour Stick as some. The Skims Waist Trainer has previously raised eyebrows as the site reported many health professionals have considered it unhealthy. This is a waist trainer, which is a shaping garment similar to a girdle. The waist trainer pulls a person's midsection as tight as possible. The idea behind the, a waist trainer is that pulling the pulling action gives the person a sleeker, smaller waist. Some people suggest that wearing a waist trainer while working out can aid weight loss, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. That just sounds painful and stupid. I bet you would actually get a worse workout wearing one of those, and therefore it would actually uh, have a negative effect on weight You loss. just can't breathe properly. Yeah, so you're not going to get a good workout in. No. <laughs> you're not going to get oxygen moving. No, I just even noticed this morning that... Kim is uh, Kim Kardashian is debuting her maternity line of shapewear, so you can make sure oh. that that waist looks small when you're filled with child. Oh. Maternity Good. shapewear, that no. maternity oh. shapewear, Molly, isn't this great? Don't you want to make sure that your baby looks as tiny as possible that inside is of you? Heinous. Be like, oh, something looks different about you. No, 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 no. There's no baby in here. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just as thin as I used to be. Don't worry about me. Um, I so I definitely scoffed at that this morning. So this makes a lot of sense, guys. I thought I could see again for one second, but it turns out I'm still probably blind. So here's well, the well. I one. hope that you got some items for us. Oh yeah, this permanent A-list singing diva blends drugs on the sex tape she made with an A-list rapper many years ago. The question of whether this recording still exists is something the celebrity has been very cagey about, but everyone is afraid to call his bluff. Now, I will say that we've talked about this rendezvous in the past. We just mentioned this person uh, literally minutes ago. Uh, Kim Kardashian. Mariah Carey. Yes, and? Oh! Mariah Carey and? Who's the rapper? Is it Fred Durst? No! The, <laughs> the rapper we've talked about in the past that she possibly uh, had a bit of a bang sash with. Mariah Carey? He's white. Eminem. Oh, Eminem. Yeah, jeez, I was thinking of Fred Durst is because of Britney Spears. Britney oh, Spears yeah, yeah, had yeah, sex yeah, with yeah. Fred Durst. Mariah Carey had sex with Eminem. Now, we've definitely talked about that feud before with the Nick Cannon, Eminem, diss tracks. I've yes. been told us. Wow. How quickly this this information leaves my mind. It really does not All right. so stay. So quickly. Celebrity conspiracy flashback. Throwback. Do you guys believe there is a sex tape? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I really, I don't, I'm never going to search for it because it's um, not my pig, not my farm. But I really <laughs> hope that there is, you know, as long as she was okay with it. So, um, but I guess she's not. Who wants anyone to know that they had sex with Eminem? I don't want to see that, I don't think. But Molly, do you believe it exists? I think I do because given uh, the aforementioned narcissism, I wouldn't yeah. put it past her to just tape every sex session. This you is know? the tape thing. All of it. Yeah, she probably has a library, a hidden library in her house of just all the recordings of every sexual experience she's had. 
Also, Mariah Carey um, released a new song yesterday at the 2020 U.S. Open. <laughs> um, so the new song is called Save the Day, and it, I, it, it's, it's an interesting song, and I believe that that was the song. So someone tagged me, and thank you so much, on Instagram in an Insta story with her singing for the U.S. Open. And I believe that it's like a mashup with that thing, like Lauren Hill's version of doo-wop that thing. And I don't know if that is what the actual new song has, mm. but I also was like, why is Mariah Carey at the U.S. Open? I don't, I don't understand. Maybe she loves tennis. U.S. Open's a lot of fun. I, I did it, I went once, it was good. You did? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, I think, wait, wait, that's tennis, right? And that's in New York? Then I went. <laughs> yeah. Then I went Are to you? It my sounds like you're brother. being a Paula Abdul right now. Bit of a sportsman. <laughs> yeah, bit of a sportsman over here. I was brutally you know, hungover. You don't believe that I went. You could just do your own thing and go your own way in life, and I will just keep going my way in life knowing that I went to the U.S. Open in New York. It was tennis. <laughs> and yes, it is tennis, and yes, I know what happens in that game. So That involves the ball, right? And the, and mm -hmm. the, the round sticks, right? All right, either there's way. There's a ball. This uh, uh, last one, and by the way, this is uh, just to pull back the curtain a little bit. We are recording this kind of in a tight little turnaround here, so blind items are a bit harder to come by. So this is a wild throwback. This is not All happened right. recently. This happened in the time of black and white television, <laughs> probably. So. Oh, is, oh, good. Is, are these these Charlie Chaplin blind yeah, items yeah, I've been like begging for? Old school blind items. I'm going to be good at these ones. All right, good, good, good. <laughs> Let's see you can get it first. This back-in-the-day A-list singer slash kind of actor who was part of an iconic group of people said the reason he got famous was because he made a deal with the devil one night and so worshipped Satan. Frank Sinatra? S in that group. In that group. Who else is in that group? Molly, this is all you. Who else is in the Rat Pack? Who else is Nothing in the Rat Pack? Nothing but Molly Nett. Whoa, you guys can't name another Rat Pack member? I, I know more about the Brat Pack than the Rat Pack. Just wow. saying. I see a furious Google uh, happening for Sammy Molly Davis right Jr. A hundred percent. And Sammy Whoa. Davis Jr. And Sammy Davis Jr.'s autobiography, Why Me? He tells about his dealings with the Church of Satan. Apparently the Candyman's barber. I guess he was known as the Candyman. I, I don't even know that. Was a, his barber was a member and invited him to join up. Sammy joined and attended the meeting full of alleged debauchery and women. Davis states that his ties with the church were true, but he was not too involved. However, Davis did make a pilot sitcom called Poor Devil in the early 70s, and it was a show Whoa. about a demon trying to work his way up in hell. The pilot failed to be bought by NBC because religious groups were against it. Davis later left the church, but stated he still has friends who were Satanists. Wow. So there you go. Whoa. Yeah. Little on That's brand great for the for network. Us. That's one for us um, on my team. <laughs> and what did Dean Martin do then? Yeah, I looked up the Rat Pack. Yeah, isn't he a isn't he a bastard? Oh, Probably. Yeah. Well, he faked being drunk is largely what people say. Why was it fake? Why would you fake it? Because he because that was his persona was he was always like drunk, having a great time guy on stage. But apparently he faked it all. 
Wow. But whatever. And he probably killed a sex worker. But either way, we're done. I can see again. (laughs) Welcome back to the seeing world, but goodbye to the listening world. Because that is our episode of Page 7 this week. We made it through all of my morning time confessions. And I feel good. I feel whole. I feel untamed. And I am just really proud of all of us. And you got to be souping me. My name oh, is yeah. Jackie Zabrowski. <laughs> no bra, no panties. My name no is Holden bra, McNeely. No and uh, you can catch me on twitch.tv forward slash Holden or so. But more importantly, check out, and I do a stream with uh, Jackie on Friday nights, by the way. It's That's fun. me. But more importantly, uh, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. And you so much stuff on there. It's make your head spin. Twilight. Check it out. Twilight. We are halfway through the first book of Twilight. I am losing my mind. I just keep sniffing Jeff and pretending like my scent is really heightened. Um, I'm going to have sex with a werewolf soon. And uh, I th- I'm, I'm excited about it. <laughs> Molly, what do you got for us? Get, get us out of here. Get um, me out of this. I'm all that. My name is Molly, and uh, I am MJKLCat on Instagram. We love you guys so much, and we will talk to you soon. Bye! Molly, you're so hot without glasses. (laughs) Bye! Bye, everybody! This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Yeah!